And we're back. It's Friday. This is incredible. I'm excited. Uh, we've got Alex back. Um, he's he's ready to roll with his pick of the week. We've got sponsors just knocking at the door, and we have to do some interviews. But before we do that, Maddie, you've got a new overarching stat that we've been using um, to get our listeners 110% return on their investment. Yeah, we used it a little bit. I, I took it out of the box um, a couple weeks ago, and then last week it really worked for us too. And so the concept here is what we're always looking for when we're playing these big tournaments and we're looking for leverage off the field. You want guys that score a lot of points, but you also want guys that score a lot of points that a lot of other owners don't have in their lineup. And so we've got something that it'll probably permeate a lot of what we do like as we break ties, but it's called leverage score. So essentially it indicates the player's value in that tournament after adjusting for ownership. So anything above one, it's almost like like wins above replacement in a way, if, if yep. you're familiar with that from baseball. So anything over a one indicates more exposure than the field is optimal because people are underweight on that particular player. So I'll probably reference it as we go because I do think that obviously we got to find guys that are going to score points, but we have to find guys that nobody else, if we want to actually win a million, you've got to have a unique lineup. It's never somebody who has guys that are all heavily owned. So I'm going to lean into that. I think it's been working for us. So some contrarian views, basically, yep. like yep. more or less, right? The center of the Venn diagram between contrarian and high scoring. Okay. Yeah. So Garth Brooks is Chris Gaines. Yeah. Was a very good album. Uh, Doesn't land. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> nobody's in nobody's in on that, right? You're gonna have nobody's some could be could be good leverage there because a lot of people are gonna forget about that. So okay. you're on you're on. It. I just you're wanted to make sure we were <laughs> you're on. We get it, we covered everybody with that. We're good. What a classic unplanned reference right there, too, to just have Chris Gaines sitting in the background. It's gonna be a good this is gonna be a good show. I can feel it. Field in my playoffs. <laughs> Get us back on track. Um, or take us further movie? off track, whatever you want. <laughs> or, yeah, do where, go wherever you want to go. It's we'll fine. go wherever you go. Yeah, we're going back to the Texans again this week, but we're not going Collins. We're going Tank Dell this week. And I think it's just because of the value, right? So he's coming in at what, 6,200, I think, this week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, coming off a week with 145 yards, right? And he's playing a Steelers defense that just got torched by Devontae Adams for 175 yards right around there. So clearly some holes in that secondary. Uh, Dell's got a lot of chemistry, obviously, with Stroud right now. So I just feel like this is kind of a must-play value pick this week. Yep. Can I add I like some it. nuggets to that? Yeah. yeah, give us some nuggets. So Tank Dell's weekly first retarget, right? So he's Stroud's first target. Week one was 14.8%. Week two was 21.2%. Week three was 31.6%. Trending. On the on the flip side of that, Nico Collins, week one was 33.3. Week two was 27.3. And week three was 15.8%. Yep. And so that lines confirm that, right? It's in line completely with those. And we're getting him at 6,200. So, Al, I love it. You yeah. know what's nice about this, too? That's why the data is important. We've seen those trends now. They seem to be going in the opposite direction. If this week it flips again and Nico's 30% and Dell's back down to 15, we have our answer as to who the alpha is in that offense and it's nobody. It's just going to be spread around. So either way, we're going to get an answer to this question that will help us as we move forward because like I said, we're in week four now, right? Is it week four? Where are we? It's week four. So we've got trends, we've got stats, we've got data. Like for instance, um, 
pass rate over expected against the Niners is, is higher than any teams ever. Nobody's even attempting to run or to pass on the 49ers like at all. They're not even throwing passes. So like we can start, these are sticky. Now we can start to use them. Um, and, and also to that end, like there's a, there's a regression to the mean, right. And yep. so you're going to get touchdowns from guys that haven't. And um, Chris Berman, mm. he, he launched uh, Devon. Um, what was it? Uh, a chain. It was, um, Oh, it was, um, Oh God, you just oh, said the other day, Texas, no Texas, a chain massacre. But didn't he change the pronunciation though? After yeah, the game? He changed it to, so what's Berman shot. saying? Did you so talk to Berman, Chris? Berman was out of his tree, but in honor of Chris Berman, we're going to go, um, at one of the wide receiver spots, AJ, what does Brown do for, or yeah. What does Brown do for you? Oh. So close, Gibby. You had it. He gets into the end zone <laughs> multiple times. Um, I, so uh, AJ Brown has not scored a touchdown, and he's had one called back. There was a little bit of clamoring after week two where he was looking for the ball a bit more, and he wasn't involved in the offense as much as we thought he might be. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Eagles' strength is obviously their running game and their offensive line, but. Their wide receivers are spectacular, and the Washington secondary is not. And so I think this is a game that, you know, maybe it's a little bit more air yards than we're used to with the Eagles and the Commanders. So um, so A.J. Brown at 7,700 just seems like we're getting a wide receiver one who's going to get 10 targets and can do a lot of things with the ball afterwards. So, um yeah. AJ Brown seems like a, a very reasonable fit when there are other guys out there, right? Like we talked about Chase, we talked about Keenan Allen, um, yeah. who are both really good, you know, really good guys to to you know kind of anchor your lineup. But uh, we're going in different directions here. Well, because like Chase and the Bengals can't be held back much longer, right? He's he's right. due for his breakout. But I, and I know we talked about him. I personally don't think it's the week, and well, I'll probably eat those words, but. So I, I, I'm in the same boat. We've been talking about this all day. And then I saw today, for whatever this is worth, Burrow had a full non-limited practice. Yep. Is it possible? So I'm just I'm just throwing this out there. Let's have the conversation. Is it possible that this is the week that he's actually like, they figured he could do enough while he was hurt and he could still get the treatment he needed to get back to full strength. Tennessee is a disaster against yeah. the pass. But I worry, like, what's the Bengals' offensive line situation, too? Because if they don't have enough time, it doesn't even matter. So, I don't know. I I think a lot of people are going to be asking themselves these questions about the Bengals this week. And there's a very good likelihood that that stack, the Burrow, Chase, Higgins, which is affordable because they're down, could be yep. a Millie stack this week. So, who knows, right? But, like, yep. that's where there's some definitely some spice. I mean, Burrow and, and Higgins is 15-4 combined, right? Mm-hmm. 15,400, where in their prime in their peak of their powers they're at 17,000. Yeah. So yeah. It, it know, feels like a week that if you put that second one in, right? Throw throw that $5 in yeah. there and stack yeah. those three and just see what happens. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yep. and we will. Got. We will for the fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, sprinkle a few a few fun coupons around for yourselves, all right? It's a weekend. I always get a kick when you go to sign in those uh tournaments and it's like 150 max entries. Yeah, yeah. People are just dumping them in. Yeah. I hope those guys never spend seven hundred fifty dollars on, yeah. on <laughs> makes, this week. Nothing makes me happier than when somebody wins the Millie Maker with one lineup. It's the best. Cause you know all those nerds are so mad about it. They spreadsheet nerds. I love that. 
Yeah, A.J. Brown is a good pick, too. I like that pick a lot. We talked about that early in the week. They're due for some regression, and Washington isn't really slowing anybody down. And this was a tough week, but we had kind of two anchors. Maddie, um, yeah. there was one at wide receiver that you you were like, nope, yes, we're, we're sticking with him. Yeah. Don't, don't say anything else. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Devontae Adams has just been an absolute. So Keenan Allen was one that we started on, but he's now been priced way up. Like he's the same price as Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah. And it kind of feels like the Chargers are probably due for one of their classic clunkers here coming up. Staley will find a way to blow it. But Devontae Adams is like too cheap. 8,100 against the Chargers who can't stop anybody. Right. I mean, he's again, it's just volume. He had 20 targets last week. 20 targets him and chase both did and he averages like 15 14 a game um i just don't this is just like i don't see how they stop anybody the chargers don't have anybody that scares you on defense so the offense runs through him i don't think it's a jacobs week so i feel like adams at that price is a pretty decent value for us and i agree with you and derwin oh, james is out he's out yep my only concern is that uh, Chandler Jones has essentially evicted McDaniels from the city. Um, so that could be thing. a concern if they don't have a coach. Yeah, it yeah. might be. Uh, Gibby would argue it's probably an upshot for them to not have a coach at all <laughs> over him. I, he's a very smart football coach. Get me Basaccia, line one. Get him out <laughs> yeah, of Vegas. How, how fast can um... He's already there. He's just waiting. He's just hoping somebody asks him. <laughs> can Basaccia get here? He's already there. He's everywhere. Oh, my God. So Peter King had Basaccia and Devontae Adams, and he compared the two, and he was like, I think what? Green Bay is going to benefit more from Basaccia than they'll lose from Devontae Adams last year. <laughs> oh, Pete. Imagine if the two of them are together. I I, I don't know if that's the end of uh, football morning in America. but Listen, um... just chase chase it. Chase the volume. Chase Passaccia. Chase the volume. Vegas. Plus, AB just got back. There's good vibes there he left behind. There's a time. Let's get defense out of the way because it's kind of boring. We, yeah. You know, if, if you've got a little bit of money to spend and, like, we don't always say spend low, spend low and spend low. Um, the Texans were were, you know – kind of sitting right there and they've done some frisky things. They have really good, uh, you know, secondary play and um, Anderson's an up and coming edge rusher. That's going to be one of those elite guys in the next two or three years, but um, Carolina, not dissimilar. They get sacks. Um, Jeremy chins all over the ball. So uh, Kirk cousins is due for, two interceptions or he's no stranger to some picks. Yeah. He'll, he'll throw one or two up. So, you know, Carolina is 3,400. And if you want to go bottom of the barrel, like that's a defense that can get after the quarterback that makes plays on defense and, and has decent special teams play. So Carolina defense, um, just lock it in. Yep. Yep. Um, Al, you've got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this fact that you guys are letting me spend a little bit of money here in the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I felt it. like uh, CMC is kind of a must play again this week. He's Mr. Consistent this year. Again, he's playing healthy. I'm really knocking on wood very hard right now. Uh, over 100 yards of scrimmage every game so far, playing uh, Arizona defense that's uh, allowed the eighth most points to uh running backs this year and cmc always heavily involved in the ppr game right so i just think that he's a must slide into the to the lineup yeah 
Yeah, I mean, they're going to just do whatever they want, right, in that game. He's going to be heavily owned, but he's so expensive that you might have a lot of people that just skip him. So 13% projected. This year is his, you know, 35-plus point game. Yeah. That's that's due for him shortly. He's been Mr. Consistent in the mid-20s. Yep. And um, leverage-wise, he's a 2.8, so he's well above that one, um, but not so far above it, where it's going to be maybe a lot of people. Again, he might be too expensive, so I like it as a nice anchor. Like, he scores, he scores, he's good for 20 points every week, and mm-hmm. he could potentially yep. get you 30-something. So we saw last week, if you had Mostert, if you had these guys that blew up, you just blow everybody out. Like So it's a CMC week. Feel yeah, right. The Dolphins dropping multiple people with 40-plus points in one game. Yeah, yeah. How are you But that's actually kind of like I was thinking today. The Bills are favored by I think three or four points. It's two and a half. Two two and a half. half. Like that game. Just you said it earlier in the week, Gibby. That kind of feels like a game everybody's going to flock to, and it ends up being a chess match where they don't want to give too much away, and we end up with a twenty-four twenty-one final, and nobody goes off. Yeah, because there's a real good chance those teams meet each other in the postseason, right? So they don't want to give away the secrets right now. Yeah, you got to get a little taste of that game, but you don't need to spend all the way up. I don't think on it. I agree with you. And and I think also like that game, right? Like it takes a lot for me to say this. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> um nice. you know, so it was an FU game from Vic Fangio, who was yep. fired by Denver. It was an FU game from Josh McDaniels, and people are like, what? Or, or Josh McDaniels, Mike McDaniel. Um and not because he wasn't interviewed for a job opening with Denver, but because of Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett. So there's a group, there's Nathaniel Hackett, there's uh, Kyle Shanahan, there's LaFleur, and then there's Mike McDaniel. And, um, you know, I respect the hell out of the Dolphins. Uh, they they kicked the Broncos in the rear end. Um, you know, but look, it's a proud fan- franchise, and uh, and we'll, we'll uh, you know, We'll take our our lumps there. Can you just so, picture but it's, it's one loss. It's not ten dead. losses, even though it was seventy points they gave up. I, I, I picture Gibby in the mirror practicing this brave face. That yeah, he's yeah. It's like I promise, guys, it didn't bother me for too many days after <laughs> up until this moment. I only yeah, have you, so I, many cuts. Hey, credit to you though. You took <laughs> the shots in the group chat from the from the jackals pretty well. Bell came at you, juice threw a couple jabs. I think Dubs might have gotten involved. You did pretty well to just sort of shoo them away. Um, I can tell you in confidence that Bell was pretty impressed with your ability to not take the bait. So you're <laughs> learning, you're growing. Well, you know, yeah, he has no problem dangling it. Yeah, he'll he'll put it in front of you. You're gonna get raw meat. It's just gonna be in front of you at all times. You know what? I the the Raiders loss week one when it was 17-16 was more frustrating than the 17-20 yeah. loss. Yeah. Um, well, you're you're right though. It's a loss is a loss. Like who cares? Nobody's gonna remember right. that. And uh, yeah, I mean it's you know what? Like when you're at the very bottom of the barrel, there's only one way to go up. Eh, well, it's up. So to that end. I'm thinking this week, you know, we've got to fill another running back spot after AB's guy. What's the opposite of an immovable force and um, unstoppable force and an immovable object? What would be the antithesis of that? Because that's what we've got going on this week in Chicago. We have two... <laughs> the, game, the, the Broncos-Bears game that was flexed to Tuesday morning. Uh, yeah, the Tuesday morning. Yeah, Prime wouldn't even grab it. The CW got it, actually. They couldn't get any live golf, so they took it. Uh, I mean, it's just... it's. 
something's got to give there. Like somebody yeah. has to accidentally score some points. Yeah. I feel like it's the type of game where both teams move the ball up. Like, so it's going to be so great, right? Fields is going to rush for 120 yards. He's going to continue to miss open receivers and be just a terrible processor. And everybody on Twitter is going to say he's back. And it's going to be so much fun to watch everybody pull the rug out from under themselves. But I can see a bunch of scenarios where Russ is airing it out deep or he's throwing the ball and they're in the end zone and they're getting pass interference penalties. Feels like the week Javante Williams might fall into the end zone once or twice. And we could be looking at like 12, a gross line, 12 carries, 52 yards and two touchdowns. And at 5,300, I think that's and what he's at. That's he's at 58. And I 58. think there's also, they target him. And there's also yes. yep. five catches for... 43 yep. yards yep. and maybe a touchdown. I think he I gets mean, he's averaging games. seven points a week and without any touchdowns at all. So you add even one and he the gets us to double, double digits at 5,800 to let us pay up to CMC is a win. So uh, that was not influenced by you. I made that. Pick. I, I, I made said that I'm pick staying away. I'm yeah, staying I away. made that pick early in the week. AB, I had to get it cleared by AB. Any Broncos <laughs> picks um, have to be pushed through the clearinghouse. Um, and he was willing to give this one to you. So Let's just hope for all of our sake he hits, because if not, we won't be taking any Broncos for the rest of the season. Or we I, might not have podcast. Door is open until you close it. <laughs> yeah. 14 and 3, Gibby. All right. Until proven otherwise. 14 and 3. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's boy. a long walk in the woods in my future. If, uh, <laughs> <it's fierce. laughs> with a with a pin cushion doll of Rick, you're just jamming that thing as you go. I'm going to yeah, turn so. up and find my phone, and we'll find Gibby's phone in the bottom of the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. We're here Underneath a couple of cinder blocks. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so one of the things that, that I did notice when I was looking at, like, Javante's stats, right, there are three running backs that it's really interesting, like, that are getting 60% of the share of the workload, That's and right. then are also the goal linebacks. And it's Javante – it's Rashard White, and I think it was like Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, he's got to fall in the end zone once. And for us. so it's it's there waiting for us. And um, unfortunately, Russ has just been too good. So, yeah. um, but while we're talking about elite quarterbacks, <laughs> wow, what a segue! You snuck it in. AB's furious. <laughs> Cancel the show. I had to. I'm sorry. It's been a long week, Alex. We'll give it to you. You earned it. All right. Um, uh, Maddie, yeah. we have been going back and forth on quarterbacks. You had Andy Dalton in there. We yeah. had two in there. We had Joe Burrow in there. We were playing around, but we finally decided, okay, it's – or actually, no, Anthony Richardson. Now said no. Yeah. He's got a cue next to his name. He's questionable. He's playing, but – Also, no. the Rams have My, my response was that I never trust guys back the first week from an injury. Nope, nope. Not until AB can get in there and really analyze the soft tissue and make sure that they're whole. There's no point. We're not going to do it. We're not <laughs> we missed the Richardson the train. Unless he's yeah. ready to look me in the eyes and whisper in my ear that he's ready. Then it's not going to be a go. So where know, did we land, Manny? We landed on the on the Hertz AJB stack. Um, yeah. I think for a couple of reasons. One, they haven't been as efficient, the Eagles, in the passing game as they were last year, which regression was bound to hit. But still, they're in the upper right quadrant of the league for um, CPOE for offensive drive. So I think Hertz has been kind of like a little iffy throwing the ball too. So he's probably looking to make a statement division game. The commanders are vulnerable. They, I think they're going to come out and air it out because they've been running the ball a lot. I think they're going to come throw the ball and they got to put one of those performances like, you know, 
a 40 burger up and just be like, let everybody know like, Hey, we're still here. So plus also if they get anywhere near the goal line, the tush push is going to get us a touchdown or two anyway. Getting like, a touchdown. We're getting five, a rushing touchdown. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. He's the only guy doing it. So yeah. if he gets one of those and he throws for a couple, that's going to be a nice week. So we're going to go with the stack with AJB okay. there and hope that he's the guy and not Devonta. Um, and then flex, we went with um, Jahan Dotson. And this was kind of like the contrarian play, not the Chris Gaines play. Can we call it the Chris Gaines play? Yeah, it's whatever you want. Um, <laughs> with um, with Dotson, right? Like, yeah, it's tough to throw on the Eagles, but this might be a blowout. This Garbage. might be 27 to 3 going into the end of the third quarter. And Eagles play soft zone. We saw it last week, right? Like all of a sudden you get into the end zone maybe, but Dotson, can he break one? Um, and he's going to get, he's been getting seven to 10 targets. Um, Hal hasn't been extremely accurate, but he makes those wow plays every once in a while where he yep. puts the perfect spot, the perfect ball or perfect ball in the perfect spot. And he's phenomenal. It, those opportune time so i think dotson if the eagles a if they want to if they want to win they're not going to be able to run the ball against philly so they're going to need to throw so regardless i think that they're going to be feeding mclaurin and dotson all game long um dotson's 5500 and at that point it was just let's look at the talent level of the guys and the opportunity there's not much down there right like that portion of the salary rainbow especially with the build we've got right with McCaffrey and AJB and Hertz, like you got to go to, and the names down there are not nice, right? It's like Juju, Brandon cooks, Nelson Aguilar's corpse. Like there's not a lot, you know, guys with two points to maybe a ceiling of 10 points. Right. So I think the only one that can go over 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I love it. Yep. Yeah. There's no role for those guys. You're right. AB like these guys all are averaging. I'm looking at it now. Like, Two points, three points, four yeah. points. Like it's Chase Claypool and Rondell Moore, and you know a bunch of guys who just don't have roles. So, yeah, why not? In summary, like this was a tough week to put together. We we went back and forth constantly, and um, it, and we landed here, and and I think like I, it, usually this is done by Wednesday night. We're mm-hmm. we're ready to roll, but it took until about like noon Eastern time on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, um, AB, AB said that a few days ago. Like this is a this is the hardest week so far. Yeah. It's the hardest week. But where I think we're right, and where our listeners are going to continue to cash in their checks is we have volume. We have guys that are going to get touches and are going to be on the field, and we have enough of them that they're not all going to get wrong. So uh, mm-hmm. we've got Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Christian McCaffrey and Javante Williams are your running backs. AJ Brown, Devontae Adams, Tank Dell are your wide receivers. We haven't touched on tight end. Um, That's how much we care about tight end. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> Flex is John Dotson. Uh, defense is Carolina. Tight end. Tight Alex, end is, send us a yeah, quote. You got to read us. Take you got to read us the quote yeah. for, for the tight end. Is this um, from the text earlier? The uh, it is. Uh, absolutely. I thought you'd be taller, Dalton. <laughs> and that's all that everyone's been on the bourbon train. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Kincaid, another volume play potentially. As far as volume goes, this lineup it goes to eleven. 
So you want to touch, we want to have at least some skin in the game if the the Dolphins bills go off. Yeah. Um, You got to have a little exposure. You got to expose yourself just a little bit out there. Yeah. There are other guys that are, that are out there that you could sneak in, but um, anyway, guys, we did it again. Um, I don't know where it, what did we say? 95% return on investment. Um, I'm, I'm looking at get that from a T bill. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's it's gonna just keep rising. So, uh, well done. Um, this is fantastic. Thank you, uh, America. Thank you. Um, mm. We've got America's friend, best friend, back in town. <laughs> Thanks to everyone, really. Anybody involved? Thank you.